Okay, right now, off the top of your head, how many flexion-based exercises can you name? You having trouble? Got a couple? Do you have any? Okay, let's flip the script. How many extension-based exercises can you name? Oh, we're going to be flying off the tongue now, right? Why is that? Does that strike you as odd that there's so much extension when there's so much power? Or when there's so much extension exercises, but not nearly as many flexion-based exercises? Now, you might be saying, well, yeah, well, obviously, because we're training for power. We're training extension. We're trying to get our bodies really good at extending so we can, they can be really good at generating power. Totally, totally fair. But wouldn't you say that you need to somehow balance out the spectrum of extension to flexion? I think at the same token, we talk about hamstrings to quad tension and how that's going to affect the angle, the tilt of the pelvis. Too much hamstring, maybe too much posterior tilt. Too much quad, maybe too much anterior tilt. Same thing goes with extension versus flexion exercises. If you have too many extension exercises and not enough flexion exercises, you're going to be way more biased into being permanently extended. Maybe not permanently, but just stuck in an extended pattern. Now, that's a problem for a number of reasons. But the point of this podcast episode is to illustrate the fact that our bodies are geared towards extension. They're geared towards external rotation. And so is the world that we live in. Uh, think about all the muscles, your, your extension and external rotating muscles, your glutes, right? your back extensors. They're huge, 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 huge muscles, right? These are the muscles that are getting you uh, hitting home runs and slam dunks and sprinting and bench pressing and deadlifting. These are your extension muscles. But what muscles are your internal rotators? Maybe you have to dive into the, uh, the anterior fibers of the glute med. Or maybe you're looking at the anterior delt right there's so there's so much power in our extension muscles but so little power and so much little real real estate on our internal rotation and our flexion based muscles and what that what with that is that we become very biased and skewed towards extension having uh, an extension based posture an extension based world and we never actually truly find that neutrality because we don't do enough flexion. Now, if we're talking about, I think one of the overriding factors of this neutrality and posture in the weight room is that you'll hear a lot of people talk about, okay, well, I want to do three pull exercises to, to each push exercise that I do. And while that's a very uh, valiant attempt at, ang- or at evening out the, the spectrum of extension and flexion and internal rotation and external rotation and the position of your shoulder girdle, you know, as sound as that, that philosophy is, you have to be a lot more specific, a lot more detailed, and a lot more aggressive with your general flexion just to achieve the actual neutrality uh, of a posture. And I think uh, we hear this stuff all the time when we talk about PRI and and how you know it's so flexion based and 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 it almost demonizes extension when in reality that's 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 not really the case and what they're all they're trying to do is tip the scales back towards neutrality they're not trying to take uh, 
eliminate extension from your life. That would be silly. Uh, they're not trying to exclusively give you flexion in your life. That would be asinine. Uh, all they're trying to do is take all the extension work that you do and all of the uh, and the little amount of flexion that you do, and even at the scale, so you can find a really nice middle ground with with all of your with your day to day posture. Now we can take the same exact philosophy and apply it to the neurological world that we live in, and, and how it is so overstimulated. And and, uh, and and when we talk about the sympathetic system, uh, the fight or flight system, we're talking about external rotation and extension. When we're talking about the parasympathetic system. We're talking about down regulation, internal rotation. We're talking about uh, to some degree of uh, flexion and and in the world that we live in and with social media the internet i'm living here in new york city all these overstimulation that i see every single day i literally can't stop stimulating my brain uh you know what we're seeing is that neurologically and systemically uh, we're seeing just absolutely absolute tons and tons and tons of external rotation and extension and just from a straight neurological standpoint. Uh, so, so at the same token, when we're, in the, when we're in the weight room, we're trying to find flexion, we're trying to find internal rotation to neutralize our, our physical posture. Uh, but we're also, trying, we're also trying and absolutely need to find that internal rotation and flexion and down regulation from our neurological system as well because we won't be able to achieve one without the other. Uh, so super important to find that down regulation uh, that flexion, that internal rotation, and you have to understand is that because the power is so great for external rotation and extension, you have to you have to double and triple down on internal rotation and flexion just to neutralize it and counteract the mass massive amounts of quantity, uh, quality, and power in the external rotation and extension based systems so absolutely when when, when programming uh, when going about your daily life just keep that in mind keep that in the back of your mind uh, when understanding what what true neutrality is and what we're really trying to go for when we're talking about health uh, posture and just just a good functioning human being